Welcome back, my beautiful people, to another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. I am your girl, Tierra Monique, and it is time to talk it up. Well, hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone is having a great day. Um, thank you for joining me for another um, episode. Today, I'm going to be um, talking about, are you ready to love at first sight? <laughs> are you ready to love at first sight with blind love? <laughs> I thought I was going to be able to say that all the way through, but I've been playing with it. But are you ready to love at first sight with blind love? So if you don't know, there are three shows out right now that are very, very popular in the relationship, dating, marriage um, scene on TV. There is um, the show on OWN called Ready to Love. Then there's Lifetime's Married at First Sight. And then there is Netflix show um, Love is Blind. So I just put them all together (laughs) and I'm asking the question, are you ready to love at first sight with blind love? (laughs) So I'm not going to review the show um, verbatim on this episode, but I will be doing a review. I'm going to go ahead and jump into the review um, um, error or I don't know how you want to call it, but the, the review world or reviewing shows, I mean, I do watch these shows. So why not review them and give you my tidbits on them? But this episode um, specifically is going to be talking about the things that I've learned from watching the show. These three shows that I think you should pay attention to when you are thinking about whether or not you are ready to love and whether or not you want to get married. And if love really is blind when it comes to dating um, and yeah, when it comes to dating. So we'll get into all that. But um, first, I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you all had a great week. I hope this week is going to be a great week for you. And I pray that God will do wonderful and miraculous things in your life. I know the gas prices are still going up <laughs> or down. It depends on where you are in this um, in, the, in these United States. Um, but I hope that uh, you all um, will get the necessary funds or means to get gas and to whatever need you need i pray god will meet your need okay okay so are you ready to love at first sight with blind love so of course i wrote some notes (laughs) i wrote some notes and um before i say before i get into meat meat and potatoes of this episode i want to go ahead and also remind you if you haven't liked subscribed or shared um my podcast whether if you're watching this in video form on YouTube, my YouTube channel, um, Talk It Up with Tierra Monique, or if you are watching this, um, or if you're listening to this on Anchor.fm or Spotify, um, hopefully I'll get back on Apple soon. It's just that I haven't been doing it in a while, so I haven't been consistent, so I think I'm not on Apple anymore. <laughs> but my goal is to get consistent again so I can jump back on Apple, and you Apple iPhone users will be able to um listen to me on the Apple podcast. I don't know what you call it because I don't have an iPhone. Yes, I am still one of those people who do not have an iPhone. I am Android. Android, I won't say for life, but for right now, (laughs) I am Android. So yeah, so like, subscribe, and share um, this channel and um, favorite me on your podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, so that more people can know about this podcast and so that more people can um grow because that's the whole purpose of this podcast is to help people grow through my life experiences 
into the things that I um, know. I'm not an expert, but I'm an expert on my own life. So I do want to help people through my own life experiences, okay? Okay, all right, so um, are you ready to love at first sight with blind love? So the first thing, okay, in this dating world, what I learned from, um, so these notes are not per episode, they're just based on what I've seen so far and what I wanna talk about. So the first thing is, don't be petty or bitter because you weren't chosen. So in one of the episodes there was, um, well I would say on all these shows, um, the whole premise is being chosen. Is someone choosing to say they love you, choosing to say they want to get to know you, choosing to say you know that you are their person, whether it's for marriage or for dating um, or um, whatever. So, um, but I noticed that when you're not chosen on these shows, people get so petty. <laughs> I mean, they get so petty and you can't get petty and you can't get bitter because in the dating world, it's a game. So you have to go along with the process. And so I said here, you have to be grown and you have to move on, you know. Um, also, don't go and bad mouth this person to other people to block them from getting their blessing of their own, of meeting their person. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be going on social media um, talking bad about them. You shouldn't be um, telling your friends because you just never know who knows people, you know. You could be saying one thing to one person and it gets um, told to other people and you don't know who's in your circle and she may, she or he may have met someone um, by way of six degrees of separation and now, you know, her reputation or his reputation is that um, they're no good all because they decided they didn't want to date you anymore or that you weren't who um, they thought they thought you were. But yeah, on these shows, the running theme is like, um, someone being chosen, someone being loved. And if, if that person doesn't choose you while you're dating, if that person doesn't, um, decide to continue to move on, even if you get exclusive with them, don't become bitter. Don't, you know, don't become petty and try to throw them under the bus on social media. Just keep it moving. And knowing that if that person was not your person, then knowing that, that, that your, your person is out there and they are, looking for you just like you're looking for them okay all right so the next thing um i would say number two is you want to lead with your mind and not with your body so <laughs> there was an episode on ready to love where one of the girls or several of them um and not just this season like throughout the seasons that i've watched they lead with their body and i know the whole you know entertainment of the show is to have women who are very you know sexual looking but i noticed that the um the women who don't lead with their body they're more interesting to the men um yes if a man a man will see you first visually he will notice your body but if you don't have nothing to follow up with that if your mind is not as in, as interesting as your body, then what do you have? So don't lead with your body. It's gonna throw somebody off. And in one of the episodes, a one young lady, she had a di- dinner date or a lunch date with the gentleman, and she talked about sex the whole time. She was like having sexual innuendos, and he was turned off because some men, once they get to the point that they want to settle down and find their wife, 
and find their 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 lifetime partner, they're not looking to try to, to, to just smash. They want to say, okay, yeah, you look good, but what else is about you? What else? Can I have an actual conversation with you? Can can I take you around other people and you not act ignorant? You know, um, will you add value to my life? Are you going to be an asset? Um, so you, you want to lead with your mind. And I wrote this down. Um, it is better to get to know the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions of a person, instead of trying to get to know the sex of a person, meaning trying to get trying to get them in the bed. <laughs> so it, it's better to get to know someone in their mind first before you get to know someone in their behind. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy, not in their behind, but you know, it's just, it's, it's better to get to know the, the mind of a person, you know, because at the end of the day, anybody can have sex, but can you have longevity? You know, will you, will you be able to, um, support and motivate this person into their pers- purpose will, from a faith-based a faith-based <laughs> what is wrong with me today from a faith-based perspective will you be able to push that person towards God on a continual basis will you be able to pray with them and cover them and um and worship with them and be there for them you know as a wife and as a husband um or even if uh, right now if you're just looking to just have a long-term or a, a long-term commitment relationship with someone um, before you get married, you know, what 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 can they add to your life? They can't add anything to your life outside of 30 minutes to an hour of sexual pleasure, then it's not worth it. It's, I mean, it's just, it's just time to move on. Okay, okay. And again, that's not just women. I should say that women aren't the only ones who are leading with sex because, there's a, because there are a lot of men, which there is a man on, on one of the one of the shows ready to love um who's very sexual and all he talks about is his sex and what in his sex game and there are men that i have met <laughs> where their sex game is what they lead with because i don't know if they feel like that's all they really have to bring to the table and so if, if i can um digmatize you then i can get you to do whatever i want you to do or i can keep you around and Yes, I did say digmatize, and yes, I am a Christian. <laughs> I'm not a nun, so that does happen. If you have sex with somebody before marriage or um, before you get exclusive with someone um, and the sex is good, it can blind you. It can make you um, not see the real person for who they really are, and you will get into a situation that you don't want to get out of. I'm sorry. You will get into a situation that you want to get out of. I posted a... Um, a quote that said um there's nothing wrong with being single but there is something wrong with being desperate and single and so you will find yourself in a situation um that you desperately want to get out of because you went into a situation being desperate with someone and and leading with your body first so you just want to avoid that at all costs okay okay so let's move on <laughs> so number three um you're single until you're not okay or a lot of people say you're single until you're married so when you're in these dating streets um you're single until you're married to be honest i mean until somebody gives you a ring or until you go to the altar and sign that um, marriage certificate you're still a single person 
um, you have no possession over them. And even when you do get married, you're still not, you still don't have a possession of that person. Yes, y'all belong to each other in a commitment and a covenant, but um, you're still single until you're not. And when you're dating, no one should think that just because y'all have a strong connection that they now own you, that they now own all of your time and they own, you know, everything that you do. And that's not the case. So if you find yourself in a in a situation where this person is trying to monopolize all of your time, they're trying to um, delegate and tell you what you should and should not do and what you can and cannot do and and why and they're tripping because you didn't answer their phone calls or you didn't text them back right away, then you need to run away from that person. Get away far, far away from that person because they're trying to claim you as if you are their wife or their husband and y'all are just dating. If there has not been a mutual decision that you wanna be exclusive with them, then this person should not expect you to answer all their calls. And even when you do get exclusive with someone, if that person doesn't understand that you still have a life outside of them, then they're not ready to love. And you should not be trying to love them in a romantic way because it's gonna cause a lot of problems. And I wrote down that, remember that dating is a pro- is a game. It is. Dating is a game, a process of elimination. Until you become exclusive with someone with the intent of long-term commitment or marriage, it's still a game. You're going. It's a process of elimination. If I meet you today and we have a great conversation, we talk on the phone for three hours or four hours, don't think that just because I had the time to talk to you does not mean I'm not talking to someone else because we're not exclusive yet. One conversation does not make me your woman. And one conversation does not make me make you my man. <laughs> I have to get to know you. You have to get to know me. Don't try to tell me, don't try to manipulate me and tell me that, oh, you decided to get off of the dating app because you wanna focus on me to try to get me to do the same thing. I'm sorry, I'm not doing that. I am not doing that. If you decide to do that, that's on you but I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna figure out if you're a right fit for me, just like you should be trying to figure out if I'm a right fit for you. And I'm gonna go on dates with you, and I'm gonna go on a date with other people to see if you fit my life. So if that person does not understand that, you can go ahead and cut that off and move on and try to find someone else who can understand um, the process of dating. <laughs> and I don't say game as far as like um, you're playing games, it's just that that's how it goes. Like these shows, like the, the dating shows, it's a game. Like you're a contestant. Let's see who who I can meet. How many people can I meet? Just like the show Love is Blind. It's like it's kind of like a game show in the sense where they're dating all these people. And when I say dating, I mean they're getting to know people um, at the same time to see, okay, who can I connect with? Who can I see myself with? For the rest of my life who can be my life partner who can be my person okay all right number four don't bring your past baggage into a new thing <laughs> how many of us have not really healed and we tell ourselves that we're that we're healed because a long time has gone past oh it's been a year since i've been with that person but what have you done in that year to heal yourself so that you can be ready for the next person if you're still holding on to the baggage and the hurt and the pain of what that person did to you or what happened in that relationship and then you come and you meet someone else, you're going to project everything that that person did to you 
on to the next person. And that is not going to be a successful relationship. That's not going to be a successful dating process with this person. And you're going to mess up that and you're going to keep messing up each connection that you make because you haven't taken the time to heal. You haven't taken the time to figure out what you did wrong in the relationship and you haven't taken the time to forgive the other person who hurt you and forgive yourself. It's all about forgiveness at the end of the day. You have to forgive the person who hurt you in the past relationship and forgive yourself for participating in the foolishness (laughs) and not recognizing the red flags when you saw them and, and walk away when you did because I've done that in my past relationship that I had I didn't want to recognize the red flag. I saw it, my friends saw it. They were like, girl, no. But I was so desperate and single to be with someone that I went ahead and said, you know what? It's gonna change. They're gonna work it out. They're gonna change for me. And that's not what happened. So um, I found myself in a situation that I desperately wanted to get out of and I got caught up. And then when I got pregnant with this person, it was like, okay, I got to make it work for real now because I want him to be in my life and I want him to be in my son's life. But that's not what happened. So you have to, you want to make sure that you recognize the red flags in the beginning and walk away. And you want to make sure that you don't bring your old baggage into something new. Okay, because I wrote this down. Let what happened in the past be a mental note. Okay, let it be a mental note. Okay, oh, that happened to me. Okay, I learned my lesson. I know what to look for. I know how to recognize it. How about that? Not look for it. Because when you're looking for something, you're going to find it. Because you're going you're gonna to make it so. But if you make a mental note of it and you say, okay, I remember when this happened. I remember when that happened. I am going to go ahead and if it happens and I see, I'm, I'm going to be able to recognize it because I didn't ignore it, okay? Okay, so you don't wanna project what happened to you from a past relationship or a past situationship onto the next person because each connection is a new connection. You have to go into the, the, the next um, experience just as that, as the new experience, okay? And let the other person show you who they are. You have to see it for yourself, right? So it's important to get to know that person at a slower pace. So I know for me, when I went through what I went through with my youngest son's father, I was moving at a fast pace. And because of that, I did not allow myself to really, really, really uh, recognize the red flags and follow through on walking away. But I have my son and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful and thank God for him because he's such a blessing to me. But um, you you want to take your time when getting to know someone. Yes, you've been waiting for a long time. Yes, it's been all these years. Like for me, it's been like eight years. It's about to be eight years since I've been divorced. Almost seven years since my last like real long relationship, not situationships. And um, you can get tired of waiting, but you have to really look at yourself and say, what am I doing right now during the wait? Am I actively waiting or am I just, woe is me, let me go ahead and entertain all these wrong people, which will delay the wait. (laughs) And that's what happened to me. Every time I entertain the wrong person, 
it delayed the wait. So you have to um, take inventory of that and keep it moving. All right, so the next one is lying by omission, okay? So when you lie by omission, lying by omission means um, I didn't, um, I didn't tell you because you didn't ask me. <laughs> That's lying by omission. And when someone says, um, uh, why didn't you, um, why didn't you tell me? And then they say to you, oh, well, you didn't ask. <laughs> That's lying by omission. You knew that certain information was important at the time of that conversation. But because I didn't specifically ask you, you decided to not tell me. And that kind of lie can make someone say, think, well, what else are you lying about? Why do I have to, should I have to ask you every specific thing, especially when we're talking about it? There was a, a part in, on Married at First Sight when I think Jasmina, she had asked, which they were talking, they were having a conversation. And she was talking about how, you know, she, her roommate was um, her best friend. Hold on one second, y'all. All right, and we're back. Sorry. <laughs> children. We'll be children. Okay, so she was, um, she asked him and she said, um, no, she was talking. She's like, you know, I have a, I have a male roommate. And he's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And just, you know, not at one time does he say, oh, you know what? I have, my roommates are females too. I have female roommates. And because her roommate was her best friend and it was a guy. But not one time did he say that he had a roommate who was a female. And then they had another conversation and she was talking about it. And then she like deliberately asked him, um, have you ever lived with a woman before? And he was like, no, I've never lived with a woman before <laughs> until they went to his place. And a woman walks in and he was like, who is that? And he's like, oh, that's my roommate. And I said, oh, really? And then come to find out he had two roommates who were women. And she's like, wait a minute, why didn't you tell me that? And he was like, well, you didn't ask me. But she did ask. And then before she didn't ask, but she had a whole conversation with him about the fact that she had a roommate who was of the opposite sex. So that, that will put a huge dent in getting to know someone because now... There's going to be a lot of hesitation and getting to know you because there's going to be a fear of will you be honest with me even if I don't ask you. And if someone has to ask, that, ask themselves that after getting to know you, it's not going to go well unless y'all have a really good sit down, come to Jesus conversation about how important it is to effectively communicate with each other. Um, even when someone doesn't ask you the question, even if I don't ask you, can you still be honest with me? And I think that's a question that you should ask in the beginning anyway, when you're getting to know someone. If I've never asked you something, will you tell me without me having to ask you? That's very important. I think that's a very important um, thing to ask. And I wrote down a quote by Pastor Rick Warren, and he said, in order for me to love you, I have to trust you. In order for me to trust you, you have to tell the truth. <laughs> because trust is not given right away. You have to earn trust. 
and people will trust you when they can when they know that you will always tell them the truth no matter what dishonesty will kill a connection and a relationship every time okay okay next say what you mean and mean what you say come on now come on now this is so important when getting to know someone when dating um and when you're married say what you mean and mean what you say you know don't hold back how you really feel just because you don't want to hurt that person's feelings it doesn't mean you have to be blunt and mean um because you want to tell some tell somebody your truth but you do want to be honest about how you really feel and it's not because you want to hurt their feelings but you don't want them to continually do something that you don't like you don't want them to think that you're okay with something that you're not okay with for instance in one of the episodes of married at first sight um i think steve he was not okay with noi wanting to have her dog sleep with them in the bed now they're married and he's like he so he's telling the confessional that he's not okay with it his facial expressions are saying that he's not okay with it but when she asks him are you gonna be okay with that he said hmm okay we'll see he didn't say what he meant what he meant to say was nah I don't want this dog in my bed with my with, with me and my wife because <laughs> he kept trying to give her all these other scenarios on how they can have the dog close to her but just not in the bed he was like well maybe we can put the dog bed down on the floor and she was like no he's gonna want to be in the bed with me he's okay well maybe we can get like a little bassinet and put it right next to the bed and she was like no he, he's gonna be with me and if he didn't want that that dog in the bed he should have said i don't want that dog in the bed even if it was gonna make her feel some type of way he has the right to say how he feels in the marriage because the marriage is not all about one person the marriage is about both of y'all and if both of y'all are not happy then the marriage will suffer it's not happy wife happy life it's happy spouse happy house and i'm gonna give a shout out to um cody what her name is <laughs> courtney and eddie from uh they have a review show on youtube and she has a shirt that says that and i thought that was awesome it says happy spouse happy house y'all both have to live in the house together and you need to tell each other the truth even if the other person is not going to like what you say and if they love you and they respect you and they honor who you are in the relationship they will adjust and they will figure out how to adjust and y'all will have a conversation about what y'all can do together to to form a compromise so you both will be happy in the relationship because at the end of the day that is what matters okay you have to be clear so that there won't be any misunderstanding so say what you mean mean what you say say it in love say it with respect don't demean the other person, but make sure that you are clear so there isn't any misunderstanding. Okay? All right. So number seven, don't try to make it work with someone just because you don't want to hurt their feelings or because you don't want to be alone. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, when we get to a point, especially when you're single and you get to a point where you're like, you know what? 
I mean, dang, like, you know, ah, and you're, you're trying, you're trying so hard to make it work with them because you don't want to hurt their feelings. You're like, oh, you know, I know they, they really like me, especially if that person likes you more than you like them. And you can always tell, um, you'll continue to keep talking to them because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But all you're doing is blocking them from meeting the person they're supposed to be with. So you don't want to do that. You, you want to be upfront. As soon as you realize when you're getting to know someone that they're not the one for you, just tell them, hey, you know what? This isn't working out. Um, so I don't want to waste your time and I don't want you to waste mine. So I, I wish you the best. I hope you find what you want. And then keep it moving. And if they got if they start acting nasty, you know, just block them. Um, but it's basically doing to others what you want to be done to you. Now I have, I raised my hand. Hi, my name is Tiara, and I have not been very upfront with people because I don't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> I have done this. I have not told the truth because I didn't want to hurt that person's feelings. One, because I know how I know how it feels to be rejected. Um, but I think sometimes in the beginning, I know for me, I can get caught up in how strong of a conversational connection I have with someone um, that I don't take time to look at the overall picture. Like, yes, I can have a great conversation with you, but what about the other stuff? Like, what about what are the other things that are, my, that are on my non-negotiable list that you're not meeting you know and I have to be able to to check myself and say okay would you be able to deal with this for the rest of your life because my end goal is marriage my end goal is not to play house my end goal is not to just have fun and hang out with you my goal is marriage and if you're not showing me something that I really want um not just what I want what I need in my life um, then I should be willing to let you know right away. Hey, you know what? I don't think it's going to work out. Um, I think you're a great person. You're just not the great person for me. So I'm working on that and do that as well. I've been doing it more often. <laughs> but um, but I have not been that good in that department in my past. So we're all learning together. And, and But I have seen, what I have learned with these shows is that even though they're entertainment, they're also teaching me a lot of things. And I hope that when you watch them, that they are teaching you something as well. Because um, um, we all need some help when it comes to relationships <laughs> and, and dating and being married and um, figuring out, you know, what didn't work in the past didn't work for a reason and how we can fix it and make it work, make something new work in the future. So, yeah. Um, I also wrote down, if you're afraid to face yourself, oh yeah, because I said, um, do not try to make it work because you don't want to be alone, which is another thing, you know, a lot of people will continue to talk to someone because you don't want to be alone. You'll continue to be in a relationship with someone because you don't want to be alone. And um, if you're afraid to face yourself um, when you're by yourself, you are not ready to be in a relationship with anyone. Because you'll become possessive of the other person. You will uh, want them to spend all their time with you. You will want them to always talk to you only because you don't want to be alone. And 
if you have a problem with infidelity in your past, that can be a trigger if that person, um, if your expectation of that person is to always give them, give you all of their time and when they don't, you could then go out and start talking to someone else. You'll start entertaining someone else because they're not giving you what you want. So if you cannot face yourself and be by yourself, you're not ready. You are not ready to be in a relationship. You're not ready to date. <laughs> I mean, seriously, because you'll just entertain people just not to be alone. And that's a waste of time. And that's a cycle. And, and you'll never be happy. And you'll be trying to fill a void that will never be filled until you can face yourself and find out why don't you want to be alone? Like what happened? So you, you have to figure that out. Um, number eight is do not create connections with someone only over the phone if physical appearance is very important to you (laughs) so i learned that from the show love is blind so on the show love is blind if you haven't really seen it it's a show about um they're trying to test if love really is blind can you really have a strong connection with someone decide that you want to marry them or be in an exclusive dating relationship with them without ever seeing them without ever seeing their physical but only so all you've heard is their voice um, all you've heard is their background and their and their experiences and their dreams and their goals and all they've been through, um, but you've never seen them face to face. And once you find that person that you have, you know, connected with emotionally in the span of maybe ten days <laughs> on the show, maybe um, then you get to decide to marry them or you get to decide to, you know, um, continue to have a relationship with them. And there's a lot of people who go on these shows who try to see if love is blind and realize that love is not blind for them because physical appearance is very important to them. And that's why I said, do not create a connection with someone only over the phone if physical um, if physical appearance is very important to you. Um, sometimes you can get caught up with someone on the phone because you have a great connection with them and oh my gosh, I can talk to him for hours and he can talk to me for hours and she can talk to me for hours and I just love talking to them. But you ain't, but you never had a video chat with them or you never met them up in person. That's why it's very important <laughs> to have video dates. I think it's very important to have a video date. I mean, just have a video chat. If that person has an Android and you have an iPhone, Download an app that you both can um, t- can download and have a video chat. A lot of these dating apps, they have the video option. You can video chat from there and see if you really like them. Because let me tell you something. Everybody's picture don't look the same. Everybody don't look the same in their picture. They can be posting pictures from years ago. They can be posting pictures pre-COVID and have gained that COVID weight. <laughs> they could have posted pictures of them with long hair and they really have short hair and you may be a person who's into long hair and not a, and not into short hair you know you know they could have piercings now and they didn't have piercings before i mean it's a lot of things beard or no beard you know different color hair types um different color different types of body types and it doesn't mean that you're superficial um people like what they like but if but if it, if, uh, uh, <laughs> if physical appearance is very important to you you do not want to try to have only an emotional connection with someone. You, they have to do it for you. 
they have to do it for you. And that doesn't mean that that, it's, that because of the physical connection, you're going to commit to them. But it has to be something about them physically that makes you smile, you know, that makes you think about them. Not, it doesn't have to be sexually, you know, you're not thinking about what can they do in the bedroom. You shouldn't anyway. Um, but it should be something about them, their eyes, their smile, you know, um, their cheeks, you know, their arms, their legs, their thighs, their booty. But it doesn't mean that, you know, you're ready to have sex with them right away. It just means that, that something about them does it for you and their intellect does it for you and their character you know and their goals and their visions and you know everything that comes with them as a whole package right because my pastors have always said that you know you want to be able to be happy with what you wake up to every day <laughs> you don't want to be like lord what i do where did i get myself into <laughs> you don't you don't want to be visualizing someone else while you're having sex with your partner. That's, you don't wanna be doing that. So you want to be with someone who um, who does it for you. And so it's great to have that emotional connection. It's great to be able to vibe with someone, but it's all, but you need to be, it, you need to be realistic with yourself. If physical, if physical appearance is at the top of your list, then don't try to commit to someone only off of a phone conversation without seeing them first, okay? Okay, um, let's see, what else do I have? Um, be ready to compromise if you want it. Here. So yeah, be ready to compromise. If you're dating, if, you're, if you wanna get married, if you're engaged right now and you're about to get married, be ready to compromise. Because if you want it your way and only your way, then you need to go to Burger King. <laughs> Burger King is where you have it your way. Even at Chick-fil-A, my pleasure. <laughs> but no, seriously, you're not ready to date. You're not ready to be married if you do not want to compromise. Relationships require change. It doesn't mean that you have to change who you are as a person, but it should mean that once you are serious about a person, you should want to change how you do your daily routine so that you can fit them into your life. If I always watch a television show at nine o'clock on Wednesday and I meet somebody and we're getting serious and now we're exclusive and, and he wants to talk to me at nine o'clock or he wants to go out, you know, take me on a date, I should be like, nah, nah, I can't do Wednesdays because I need to watch my TV show. And it's like, okay, like, what's your priority? Why is that TV show that important to you? I mean, like, like, huh? Now, I can understand, like, if um, this show is only going to come on and you don't have DVR, you don't have cable, and you can't record it, and you told this person over and over again that you can't wait for the premiere of this show or for this show to come on, and they ask to take you out, then that's one thing. But if they, But if they didn't know... Or if, you know, something was going on with their schedule and they only could talk to you or they could only see you on Wednesday at nine o'clock, then just go with it. You can't be so rigid in your, um, in your daily task that you don't try to accommodate and fit that person into your schedule. Because if you don't want to change anything about your daily routine to fit them into your life, then they're not that important to you. And you're not ready to be in a relationship you're not ready to be married. 
because let me tell you something, marriage requires compromise. You have to compromise in a marriage. There is no ands, if, buts about it. Because it, it can't be all your way or the highway. You have to have to compromise. And I wrote down that change is a requirement when it comes to love. Not changing who you are, but your normal daily routine will be changed. And that's okay. And you have to be able to compromise on your fantasy that you had of what relationship and what marriage was supposed to be. Um, you, you have to be able to reevaluate your already preconceived ideas of what it was going to be. There was a part in um, Made at First Sight with one of the um, people on there, she wanted to have three kids. And he was like, well, let's start off with just two. Let's start off with just one. And she was like, no, 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 I have to have three kids because she saw three kids being like a, it was a, like a, I wouldn't say tradition because they weren't, but it was a, there was a pattern in her, in her circle, in her family circle that they were all having three kids. So she wanted to keep that cycle going. And he was like, well, what if, what if we didn't have three kids? You know, what if one of our kids um, was became special needs and we had to give more attention to them? There's no way that we could have a third kid right away. And so she was still stuck on having three kids. And it's like, you have to remember that even though you want something to go your way, you have to consider the other person's thoughts, their feelings, and their ideas as well. And come to a mutual decision that both meets your needs. So if you meet a guy and he only wants one kid you and you want three kids, then hey, the compromise is two kids. If you can have two kids, because what if you can't? And, um, you know, infertility is um, an issue, Um, especially the more and more you get older. So just be willing to compromise. And um, that's it for today. (laughs) I know I ended that pretty, (laughs) I ended that pretty, pretty abruptly. I think that was all that I had. I think at the end of the day, No matter what you choose to do, whether you choose to get married or not, whether you choose to date um, or just be friends for right now, um, just go in it with an open mind to, to learn something about yourself and to learn something about the other person. Um, respect yourself in all these areas and respect other people. Do, do not change do not change who you are in order to be loved unless who you are is um, how can I say this unless who you are or what you do is hurting you you know if you have a bad attitude if you have bad habits that is hurting your health um, if, if it's hurting your relationship if it's if it's causing people not to be able to communicate or talk to you or be around you. So if, if everything else is good, you know, just stay true to who you are. Um, be authentic. And no matter what, ask God what you should do whenever you, sh- whenever you meet someone. You know, ask God, who is, it, who is this person supposed to be in my life? Are they supposed to teach me something? Am I supposed to teach them something? Um... Are they here for a season or are they just here for a certain reason? Are they here for a lifetime? 
So don't forget to include God when you're dating. Don't forget to include God when you're um, when you're choosing your lifetime partner, your husband or your wife, um, because He will let you know. Um, he will give you discernment. He will give you the wisdom and the knowledge to make the right decisions if you listen. If you listen, and sometimes it's hard to listen if we have all this stuff going on in our lives. So just take time and sit still with God and to figure out, you know, what's the right thing to do when you're dating and when you decide to get exclusive and when you get married. Um, so yeah, so that's all I have for you today. I do have a quote. It was a quote that I had said earlier. Let me go back to it. <laughs> I closed up my book <laughs> and it was from Pastor Rick Warren. So that was my quote for the day. Um, in order for me to love you, I have to trust in order for me to trust, you have to tell me the truth. So don't forget, honesty, honesty, honesty is so important. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with the other person. It just makes things so much better. And it allows people to start to trust you. It allows it allows um, you to trust yourself. Because sometimes we make so many mistakes that we don't even trust ourselves when it comes to dating. So, you know, be honest with yourself so that you won't make the same mistakes when you're dating and be honest with the other person so that you all can um, have a great and successful relationship. Okay, okay. So thank you again for joining me for another episode of Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. You can reach me at talkitupwithtierramonique at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Instagram at talkitupwithtierramonique. I am also on Facebook. I'm not on there as much, but you can catch me on there. If you're listening to me, uh, if you're watching me and you can't watch me, You can listen to me on Anchor.fm and Spotify. And if you're listening to me on Spotify or Anchor.fm, you can also watch this video (laughs) on my YouTube channel, Talk It Up with Tierra Monique. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, Hit that notification bell so you'll know every time I put um, a new video up. And share, share, share so that this information can help other people um, and not just you. (laughs) Don't be selfish. Share, share, share. Until next time, seek God first in all you do. Love yourself, love God, love other people. And God bless. Smooches.